No House Advantage is taking a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across the NBA, MLB, NFL, and PGA for cash prizes. This is an awesome new fantasy sports platform that's leveling the playing field and making it easier to win than on the traditional fantasy sports apps. Download the No House Advantage app and check out our daily player prop contests without having to make a deposit. Play in public guaranteed cash prize pool contests or create your own private contest with friends. Use promo code EDGE when signing up, and they'll match your first deposit with a $20 in free play. If your first-time deposit is at least $10, we'll set you up with a free PFF EDGE annual subscription. No House Advantage offers daily player prop contests that include all types of player statistics. Featured player prop contests combine players of different positions across several statistical categories. Compete against other users and track in real time as you climb the leaderboard. Download the No House Advantage app now using promo code EDGE, and they'll match your first deposit with up to $20 in free play. If your first time deposit is at least $10, we'll set you up with a free PFF EDGE annual subscription. This is the most special edition of the PFS Daily Betting Podcast uh, that there has yet been in its short life cycle. Um, not only is it the dream team, it's Eric and George, and uh, it's a Sunday, it's week six, that's awesome. Um, but this is athletes adjusting. Um, I am currently uh, driving in Northern California right now on my way to take a red-eye flight home to be with you, Eric, so that we can watch uh, football together tomorrow. I, I'm so, you know, you, your dedication to the, to, well, I hate to, I won't say this. Your dedication to your job is one of uh, a dozen qualities, but it's one of my favorites. <laughs> well, I, 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 I shudder to say that it's my favorite because your, your math <laughs> talent and your abilities uh, you know, I think I think those are even better. But your your commitment to your to your job is 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 uh, otherworldly. Well, well, let me tell you this. You know what's not great is my ability to sleep on planes. So same. Um, this, it's gonna be it's gonna be one hell of a ride. But I'm excited to um, to talk about these games because this week, and we'll talk about props first here in a second. Um, but there are some really intriguing games here, and I will. So I was at. Um, a very, very small wedding, uh, as you would assume, during these times. And I was talking to a bunch of people who, you know, don't study football um, about the games. And in talking to them, I realized that there are a lot of very interesting narratives about some teams in the, in the public eye that maybe we don't have. So I'm excited to talk about those. But why don't we start with some props first? And why don't, because I can't even see the props that are up now. Why don't you pitch me some, and we'll see if they, uh, if my spidey senses tingle. How about that? Yeah. So uh, a, a few days ago, I went to Lawrenceburg and bet some games in person. Um, but one of them that I bet, and I think this correlates here with what with this one, I bet Atlanta, Minnesota over. And okay. right now, Kirk Cousins' passing touchdowns is two and a half. Over is plus one fifty. What do you what do you think about that? 
All right, so I like this for a couple of reasons. The first is um, that the Minnesota passing offense, I think, is being a, a little undervalued here. They have two really, really good receivers. I'm not sure people are giving Thielen and Jefferson quite the due that they deserve. And then secondarily, Alexander uh, Hamilton-Madison, uh, as much as, as Gary Kubiak wants to talk about how much he loves him, that fourth and one, I think what it does is it gives them less confidence in him in the red zone. And so I really like that. I think that's a really shrewd play, plus the Falcons can't play defense. Um, so that's – Amit, you're off to a hot start. I like that one a lot. Yeah. You, you I think, captured the essence of what I'm calling Matta season. <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot of yards between the 20s and then Kirk making his money uh, in, you know, in the red zone. Here's another one that I like. Joe Burrow over 11 and a half rushing yards. Oh, oh, baby. I mean, I didn't get married today, but this sounds like <laughs> a wedding gift. Um, I love, I mean, look, I love my family. I love my friends. I love my beautiful girlfriends. But next on the list are overrushing props for, for quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah. I love these. And Joe Burrow, 11 and a half, is an absolute slap in the face yeah. to a, a, an athlete that should not be underestimated yeah. to that extent. He is a good athlete. Um, these, uh, this offensive line is a disaster. I am sure that even though the Colts, I think, are overrated as defense, they will chase them out of the pocket a few times. Um, and I just – I would like to say this, too. I don't understand why the, the Bungles are not leveraging him more as a runner. It's not as if dropping him back to pass is keeping him from getting hit. Right. <laughs> the dude's getting mauled. Yeah. Here's a couple other ones I like in that game because we actually show a little bit of an edge on the over in that game. Uh, here are two others I like. I like Jack Doyle over 13 and a half receiving yards. That's basically one catch, uh, minus 105. I also like Jonathan Taylor over 13 and a half receiving yards. I know we've gone to this well a few times and it hasn't necessarily hit, but those are some overs that I like um, this week. Um, here is um, a the, my my favorite type of prop because it's just an absolute sweat. Oh, they're not up yet. Okay, uh, <laughs> never mind. Um, well, what is it? What is your favorite? By the way, my favorite kind of my favorite kind of a prop is the no interception prop. Yes. Um, it, it, it's so unintuitive. Um, you know, you you see a guy, you're like, oh, he's kind of erratic, and um, you know that's why I would say just go check out our prop tool. I look, I don't. I have trouble sometimes, you know, pimping things that I don't use or more, I think, than, I mean, green lights, it's so easy to use. And, like, you can look the price, you can change the price. Um, so just go check out on the morning, and, uh, and you'll be in good shape. I actually think, I talked to Ben Brown, our buddy, and he said he might do a little stream yard, might feed the people some good, uh, yeah, good yeah. news. And then, of course, on the live show, your boy, the prop king. He might be tired, but he will not be without yeah. his crown tomorrow. Yeah. Um, all right. Go, let's go let's the rock under that. I do like just one quick under oh. Logan Thomas under three receptions at minus one twenty. Um, the Giants 
you know, the Giants aren't a great defense, but Logan Thomas is fool's gold uh, week to week. <laughs> but So let, let's move on to, to sides. There have been a decent amount of movement here. I got to apologize to you again. Bengals are now down to seven and a half against the Colts. Wow. Um, wow. We don't I – guess, I guess there was some injury news. We don't show it a, a value in the over anymore. But that game has moved significantly. Denver has chopped off two points from their spread yeah. and are what, now what eight-point you... dogs at New England. I wanted to talk about that game, actually. That was the first one I kind of wanted okay. to – And I wanted to hear your opinion because I saw that this morning – um, obviously, there was some news that maybe there were some other Patriots that had positive tests. Um, and I wondered if that was what caused the move. a movement, given that Cam Newton is probably – what is your thought on why that has moved so much? Yeah, I think it's the cluster injury possibility, right? The cluster COVIDness, that kind of thing, the lack of practice may be it. But right now, the only player of note that's sitting out for New England is Sony Michelle, which isn't really a player that not a yeah, player that moves that, the betting line at all. Um, there's probably also waiting on Drew Locke's, you know, uh, status might could have you know you know sort of played a part maybe. in this, but yeah. but I I don't realize I didn't think that I thought the number was too high to begin with, and now I think it's probably just about right. So maybe it was yeah. just like sort of holding out and waiting, you know, sort of daring people to bet Denver, um, you know, later on. So that would be my guess. I, I'm kind of happy because I um, I agree with you and I didn't want to bet Denver, so I'm I'm in a happy yeah. place. Here here's um, something though. Here's something that's interesting because the teaser that we gave out as the lock of the week um, is currently not playable because Carolina yep. is now only a one point favorite over Chicago and Arizona is currently just a one point favorite over Dallas. This number now with the Denver New England game is not teaser protected. So if you bet. New England down to minus two. They basically just have to win the game, um, and, and so you have you lost the Ravens. They're up to minus ten, but you do gain New England as a teaser possibility. And the la- you know, and you have other options like Washington Football Team. Uh, you know, uh, and you know, let's say I guess Miami's not even a teaser protected anymore. But let's say um, you wanted to bet Bills up to eleven and a half. If you're crazy, is Washington now two and a half? Yeah, and here's the funny thing. So we like Washington early in the week. I actually like New York at minus two and a half. Yeah, interesting. Because Brad Bradbury's like, on a terrific I job. I don't like the New York Giants really ever, um, except for last week a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, but this game is interesting. I was talking um, in picking the super contest picks with uh, my buddy Ross. We um, we were talking about this game and the Jets-Dolphins game. And he, he he said something that I thought made a ton of sense, and I was going to run by you. He was like, one of these two dogs is winning this game outright in, like, convincing fashion. And I just have no idea which one it is, but one of them is going to. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like that's probably right. Like, the Jets are going to probably going to win a game here or there. Miami is a 10-point favorite. Feels like, weirdly, a spot where that could be the case. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, I, I said this on uh, the Pinnacle show with, with Rufus and Andy. 
I said, like, oh, gosh, there's value on the Jets every week, but it's like I don't even know if I can do it anymore. And Rufus basically said, like, what's the point in betting the Jets every time there's value if you're going to quit before the time they actually cover the spread? So I, I do think that the Jets – I think you have to play the Jets here. It's, a, it's sort of a classic situation where they haven't earned – you know, the Dolphins haven't earned being 10-point, nine-and-a-half-point favorites against anybody. Um, you yeah. know, Flacco, I think, keeps the thing on the rails a little bit. Um, but yeah, and, and Fitzpatrick makes enough mistakes at times to sort of capitalize on those things. Um, so I agree. I actually like, uh, you know, I actually think that, that the jets are live this week. It'll make me look like an idiot for the fifth, fifth or sixth straight week. But, it, but here we are. Um, George, what well, do you think? It was like, I was, I was, real quick. That reminds me of Miami last year. There, there was a lot of value on them consistently. They kind of battled, but they really struggled to cover. I mean, they kind of kept getting blown out somehow one way or another. Um, but that Miami team feels way, way better than this Jets team. So, I don't know. I, maybe it's Gase and, like, Flores at least gives you some confidence, but Adam Gase gives me none. I don't know. What, what game did you want to move on to? Well, I think this is the, the best game of the noon hour, which the noon hour has nine games. which is Noon? A, a, what world are you living in? Well, sorry, I'm from Minnesota. We call it – well, when the Vikings were terrible, we said, oh, they're going to have 16 nooners this year. You know what I mean? And oh so we call them – okay, the 1 o'clock hour has nine games. The 4 o'clock hour, by the way, George, when you come back to the office after your workout, has – there's going to be <laughs> one TV on Jets, Dolphins, and one TV on Bucks, Packers. Um, there's only two games in the 4 o'clock slate. So um, here's the one – and, and I, I talked about this. You were gracious enough to let me take your NFL Network hit this week. And we talked about Baker Mayfield. Oh, goody. And Schefter's reporting I, I Mayfield. I was hoping this was the game. Schefter, Schefter's reporting that Mayfield's going to play. Um, yeah. I found a little nugget in Mayfield's da- in, in his data. Oh, he is, please. He's 28th in the league in play-action efficiency. So that offense is running play action and motion, and and Mayfield's averaging 7.1 yards per pass and a 57% completion out of play action. Now, none of this is to say that Mayfield's good or, you know, they should extend him or whatever. But if they even regress that to the mean, right, and the, the, the Cleveland Browns continue to press every edge, they continue to run motion, you know, 50% of the time and run play action 35, 40% of the time. And, you know, they get healthier in defense. I, I think the Browns are, could even be better than what they currently are. If you weren't appeared, expecting that, were you? I, no, I was, I was expecting that. I was expecting that exactly. And here's why. Because I love the Steelers in the spot. I just, I know. And I know that they have had the easiest schedule in the NFL thus far. I understand that. And it worries me a little bit. And I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is great. But I'll tell you this. He is certainly, certainly in this situation, a player that is more prepared to be not a trash fire in this game compared to Baker Mayfield, where and I want Baker to be as good as anybody else. But, man, I am, as a Baker Mayfield fan, I am worried about this game. 
he, he is not he does not instill confidence with his play in positions where it where it really matters, like second halves of games. And I would I would say, yeah, I might expect their play action game to regress back to the mean by the end of the season. But why necessarily would it come all in this game? Right. You know? Yeah. Like uh, Yep. No, and, and same thing with pressure. Mayfield has just a thirty one passer rating when under pressure. Roethlisberger is 93. I agree with you that over time, this is like sort of the argument that our our colleague Kevin Cole and our friend Ben Baldwin got into the other day with CPOE and PFF grade and EPA. It's like, yeah, over time, these things are correlated, but in short samples, you can get a, a, extremely different circumstances with all of them. I, yeah, this might not be the game. I But my, my thing is, at over so a field not, goal, I, I'm, I, I think we disagree here. I think I'll take Cleveland. It's three now, right? Uh, I think it's I think it's probably three point two five. I think if you take plus three with Cleveland, it's like plus one hundred five. You take minus three with the Raiders. Or sorry, with the Steelers, it's minus one twenty five. So is this, it's, is this another bet? Is this another bet for us? Well, where, where do we want to put the number? Do we want to put it at three and a half or three? Well, I mean, you were gloating about it going down to three. Okay, well, let let me take three then. I'll take the I'll. I'll basically take the Browns on the money line here is, is really what this is. That's, that's what it is. I, I am um, – I, I think Baker Mayfield is playing a game – probably one of the last teams you want to play. Maybe the Ravens are up there too when you are – when you have ribs that, that hurt. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, like yep. they're going to blitz. They get pressure 50% of the time. Um, TJ Watt has been amazing, and uh, yeah, so I, I'm I'm I actually have bet a decent amount on the uh, on the Steelers, and you know who else is in on the Steelers? I, mean, I don't know if this is good or bad. Is our boy Evan Silva? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, by the way, uh, just to just to talk about a little um, bit about all right, what's the, what's another game you want to talk about? Okay, um, let's do one more. Yeah, uh, go to PFF. Uh, get yourself an edge subscription. Look at the power ratings if you want to handicap this game yourself. Let's go to the last game I really, really like against the spread here, and that is the Houston Texans plus three and a half against a fat and happy Tennessee Titans team. Yes. Uh, I, I am I am very much with you here. And um, here are the reasons why. And I was talking to a, a fine gentleman from Tennessee, from Nashville today, and he was disappointed to hear this. But I said, look, you guys played on Tuesday. You guys played in what was somewhat of a Super Bowl for the Tennessee Titans because everyone doubted them. And they came out and they played with a chip on their shoulder. And the Buffalo Bills dropped uh, like 30% of their passes. And, and that was that. And um, in this situation, Houston comes in. Um, and no one really is giving them, you know, the, this, this should not be uh, a field goal or more. I mean, these teams are, you know, I, I think Houston obviously has played a very tough schedule. They had Baltimore and they had Kansas City. Um, and Deshaun Watson, uh, this just feels like a spot where Deshaun Watson is going to finally kind of put a few things together and, and those things translate into, a, uh, you know, a, a win, actually. Um yep. So I, I'm all on board with it, and I, especially at three and a half. 
Yeah, Watson's three to one, uh, big time throw to turnover worthy play ratio. Tannehill is actually one to one, but he's got a 101 pass rating when pressured. There's going to be some things I think that regress to the mean. Also, the running game for the Titans, obviously, as we all predicted, regressing a little bit. Uh, Henry, 3.7 yards per carry on the season. So um, there, I, I, I think that this is a trap game. Tennessee going to Pittsburgh next or home to Pittsburgh next. Um, you know, three-game homestand, I believe. Uh, and I think this is – weirdly, even though they're a division rival, I think this one is a sandwich game. Uh, give me Houston yep. here. I even like sprinkling a little on the money line. In fact, the Browns-Texans money line parlay feels like a way to start a party, in my opinion. Um, but, um, but yeah. I, I like this one a lot. This was one of uh, Super Contest picks that, that we made. Um, there is one more game that I want to talk about. Can you guess what it is? Uh, Niners-Rams. Yes. And I'm omitting the Monday Nighters because you can listen to this this beautiful podcast on Monday morning, and they're going to talk all about the Monday night games, and those are those are fun. And if you live on the West Coast, they start at 2 p.m., so it's a good thing that you don't really have to work. Um, I need you to talk me off of the GOAT Kyle Shanahan puts his puts his stamp on this uh, on this division with a a masterclass. And Sean McVay has done his best Kyle Shanahan impression this year. They're throwing the ball significantly shorter. The only quarterback with a lower average depth of target than Jared Goff is Drew Brees. Um, they lead the league in yards after the catch per reception the Rams do. Um, and I I think Shanahan will see this as a, hey, I, I need to be the one that comes out of this game with more creativity. And I think he's going to leverage the ever-living daylight out of every player not named Jimmy Garoppolo. And those players are going to shine and give Jimmy uh, an opportunity not to throw the game away. And I, the, the overreaction to Jimmy G playing like crap in that game is astronomical. I mean, this game yeah. flipped, what, six points? Jimmy That's right. Played eh? Terrible. It's not as if that was that wasn't his third game. All <laughs> right, we've seen him play badly before and come yeah. back and go to the fucking Super Bowl. So yeah. and have a ten point lead in the Super Bowl. So if if you think that this guy has like all of a sudden his brain has gone to mush and has leaked out of his ear, give me a break. Um, I like the Niners. Uh, I I like the Niners against spread, and I like the Niners money line. The, yeah, the Rams the, have beaten no teams that do not reside in the worst division. The 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 no team last week lost more. So PFF Edge subscription, P, NFL Power Rankings, no team lost more um, in terms of their power ranking last week than the Niners. They lost two and a half points. The Rams gained a point, and yet the Rams are only two point uh, one points better than the Niners for our, via our power rankings. This spread does not reflect that, given that there is some home field advantage of being in San Fran Clara. And, you know, obviously one more week of uh, Garoppolo. The the additional thing, and I'll say, you know, say this to close out is, you know, the, the, the 49ers are going to, are going to make life a living hell for the linebackers, the Rams who aren't good to begin with and are a little bit banged up now. So, uh, you know, go ahead and get yourself some Niners. Um, all right. That is uh, that is all I've got. Um, I am currently crossing Bay Bridge. So uh, 
I'm going to be on a plane here shortly. Living, living the good life. Yeah, living the good life. Um, but it was great to talk to you, man, because I honestly, usually on Saturday, I'm in it. I'm thinking about all you know these things. I'm preparing for everything. I'm, I'm going to do that on the flight, but I like talking to you before I've done that. I feel like it puts me in a good headspace uh, to prep for the live show tomorrow, which is going to be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, so if you uh, enjoy this, tune in. It's at 1130. It'll be on our YouTube channel, the Pro Football Focus YouTube channel. You can check it out. I'm sure we'll post it on our Twitter account uh, as well, at PFF. Get yourself an edge and leap description. You get them both, but actually just get a leap because you'll get all the things uh, wrapped into that. And uh, yeah, man, get some good sleep. I'll need to borrow a little bit of energy tomorrow. So you better. Yeah, have, I'll, I'll uh, be the one. I'll be the one to get it pumped up tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Cool, so uh, yeah, uh, fly safe, man. Thanks, brother. Be well. See ya.